Hello and welcome to episode three of the Piss Podcast. Uh, I'm here with my special guest, Billy Martin. Hi there. Hope, hope, hope everyone's had a very good week. And our this week's special guest, Pierre Lefebvre Dupre. Welcome, Pierre. Welcome. Gents, it's an honour. It's an honour. Um, um, if anyone doesn't know, uh, Pierre is of French origin. And so and we thought we'd uh, do a bit of a pun for this uh episode as we've chosen some fruity ales and we are calling this podcast getting fruity with a frenchman oh, uh, yeah, very, very nice very good pun there a adult film no no, no. <laughs> nothing sexual or anything to do with that sort purely well, they wouldn't know that really no they don't no, have to talk um some of you avid listeners will notice the uh, echo and the audio audio is a bit different um we are actually inside um this podcast, but don't don't you worry. Not inside, inside. We are in Henry's little hut at the end of his garden. So officially, we are in his garden, and there's only three of us. We could have three more if we wanted, but there is only three, and we are all keeping two meters apart from one another. We don't push the boundaries. We don't. We, we don't, don't push around. boundaries here yeah. at the Piss Podcast. The only boundaries we push is pushing each other further away. Exactly. To ensure exactly precisely precisely. So Pierre, um, how's your lockdown been? It's been good. It's been good, you know, as far as one can hope a lockdown is enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, it has fulfilled mm. that. I have been spending my time doing a bit of reading. Mm. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, studying some German and mm. recording a podcast with my own. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was uh, just, just going to get on to that. Um, I'm, uh, Pierre has his own podcast, I believe it's called The Musings, yes. uh, with a lovely fellow called Conor O'Sullivan. If he, uh, Pierre, can you just give us a little intro about what it is and what you talk a about? Rundown. Yeah, a little rundown. So The Musings podcast was born out of the idea, Conor and I, looked at the news going on around us, current events, and we thought, well, we hear these stories, but what is the science or the theory, mm. the philosophy, the history behind them? And we wanted to make a podcast that used the news to make theory and learning engaging and hopefully inform debates and discussions that people are having. Very nice, very slightly nice. Slightly more educational yes, podcast. Slightly different to the Piss podcast, yeah. but I would say equally as good. <laughs> yes, um, and equally as applicable to the real world. Exactly, exactly. Um, I myself have listened to a few of them and they're brilliant. So if anyone wants to know uh, a bit more about the debates and stuff behind politics and the everything that's going on at the moment, please have a listen to The Musings. I believe it's on Spotify, am I right in saying? Or on Instagram, at The Musings Podcast. At The Musings Podcast. Another original Instagram name. I think it's time for the first ale. It is time for the first ale. So, as we said, we have three fruity ales this week. The first one we have is the Broadside Ale from Adnams. And some of you may be saying, that's not got a fruity name, but it is actually fruitcake flavoured. We have notes of fruitcake, uh, which is very interesting because it's not a, it's not a flavour that um, I've had before. So I'm very interested in tasting this one. The bottle is looking very nice. It's it's a it's a brown bottle with a red label. I'm very looking forward to trying this one. It's got a couple of ships on the front. Yeah, it's called the Broadside. I don't know if you've mentioned that. 1672, commemorating the Battle of Solby. Okay. Oh. Yeah. And 1672, meaning that. It, it's 350th anniversary is in two years' time. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, uh, uh, in two years' time, when the Piz podcast tries this one again, we will be wishing Adams a, what was it, 350? Yeah. 350th birthday. Perhaps we'll be doing it on the beaches of the, Solby. The beaches of Solby, yes. It's, it's a strong ale. It's a 6.3%. It does look it. 
Yes. Smells it as well. Yeah, so it says it's a dark ruby red beer. It is very dark. We're talking like slightly transparent Coke, I think, is a good colour. And it says it's fruitcake flavoured. And it's great with some strong cheddar. So we've already found our snack. (laughs) We've already got a snack. All we need is a salt. Let's see what we get from the nose. Smells like an ale. It's hoppy, but it's got a it's got a fruity twist. Yeah, the fruit part of the fruit cake comes through. Oh, yeah, definitely. It does. The spices of a fruit cake. I'm getting that. So, observing this uh, in visual form for the first time, I'd like to comment on how far Billy and Henry put their noses in the glass. Yeah, you they really you get in catch there. The aroma. The smell. Half of a good ale is the smell. <laughs> That's a very deep snort from Pierre. <laughs> that is a great snort. I reckon we go for the taste. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hello. That's fruity. That's very fruity. Quite hoppy as well. Now, um, if, if for the viewers, for the viewers, listeners at home, Pierre is not the biggest fan of ale, so I'm very interested to see what he thinks of the first ale. I am aware of the rating system that oh, you guys nice. employ, running from a, a zero to a five. Yeah. Indeed. Um, but I'm unaware of how I should be grading these because perhaps for myself that ale is not too high mm. but for an ale drinker they might appreciate it a lot more am I saying mm. on my scale? I think on your scale as so in, in the two previous weeks we've not had ale drinkers Ollie and Shep mm. have not been ale drinkers and for Shep it was if it, if it was a three he'd have it again if, if it was, it was four, a four he'd definitely have it again as like a staple he'd, he'd buy it in the pub so sort of if, 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 if you have it again but it's not amazing it's low threes mm. But if you don't have it again, if you, you dislike it, but it's a below. The lowest one so far has been two point five. That was Ed Shep. Yes, uh, Ed Shep went very low on that one. Very bold man. I hope you're listening, Ed. Uh, hope you're well. Yeah. Well, I will set my set the bar up first. Yes. Quite a fan of that ale. You know, I'm not a fan of ale because I just don't opt for them. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That means that I'm unexperienced. Completely get that. So I'm going to give it using Ed Shep's system. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Precisely. A three. A three? Okay. Yep. We'll take that. Well, we will take that. Now, on the Untapped app, my most favourite, most used app I've ever got, there's 18,000 people oh, wow, okay. have raised it. So it's, it's, it's a popular one. With an average of 3.48. So it's quite a high average that rating. That is a high average. I like this ale a lot. I like it as well, but I don't think it's a four. For me, I'm giving it a four. I think the fruitiness... Well, at first you get hoppiness, mm. and then you've got the sort of spice and like um, fruitiness that sort of comes, that sort of curves around at the end. If, mm. if, if you go what you I mean, you can feel the curvature in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, and it sort of it sort of comes from your mouth, sort of out your nose a bit. It's mm. like the sort of the I assume it's the hops and the barley that uh, have the fruitiness and the um, the spices. And I like this ale a lot. So Adnam's broadside, you've got a thumbs up from me. <sighs> Henry, what um your thoughts? See, I'm not the biggest fan of this. I mean, I think we've learned from the last few weeks that I'm a fan of fruity ales and strong ales. It's quite bitter, and I'm I'm not mm. a fan of bitter ales. Yes. So I'm gonna give it a three point two five. A three point. Okay. Wow. So we've got a very big change there. Henry and Pierre have gone for some rather low scores. Um, and I've gone for a high one, so it really shows that different ales. It depends on the person. Ales for different people. Exactly. Um, a snack. Uh, we, we, we've had all, we've all, got cheddar we've got yeah. cheddar so maybe some mini cheddars perhaps some mini cheddars mini cheddars, cheddars would go well. um, I think you can't just have cheese no it's got to be a cheese flavoured something really mm. not just cheese chunks of a bit of extra mature mm. I don't think so I don't I, don't, I think it 
I think chips wouldn't go well. Have, with ha, it has to be a crisp, or may, or maybe a cheese and onion crisp. Yes, yeah. a cheese and onion crisp, definitely. That's but good. not. I wouldn't say Walkers. I go for something. I think you need something more a classier. A Tyrrells, perhaps. Tyrrells mm. or or a kettle chip. Oh yeah. Yes, we do love our kettle chips. We, we do love a kettle <laughs> on chip on the podcast. Um, and a song. Obviously, uh, each week we have a new guest judge, and that brings a new set of music. And Pierre, uh, have you got a specific song in mind for this? Bit? For this ale, I'm getting the fruity overtones. Mm. With the fruit, perhaps we associate summer. I'm going to go with Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jackson. Oh, wow! That's a tune and a half! A throwback as well. Yeah. I know that that's a uh, favourite of a Cam Keys. Uh, Cam oh, Keys, yeah. if you're listening. He's on next week's special yes, guest. Yes, he is. Uh, you'll be on next week, so uh, Cam Keys. It's, it's a cracking song. Our, God, that came out ages ago. What is it, 2012? Yeah. You know my Carly Rae Jepsen yeah. trivia? Um, which I don't. The question is, where did Carly <laughs> Rae Jepsen go? Um, I haven't heard a thing out of her. Well, all you got to do is call her. Yeah. yeah. She might come on the podcast if she stooped that low. Yes. Precisely. If you call her, she might say maybe. <laughs> hey. It's joke off the joke of the piss podcast. It's absolute banter. It really is. I think this is a good chance to uh, answer a few of your questions at home. Oh, yes, please. So we're going to go in at the deep end. There's another question from uh, avid listener Bobby Braidwood. Oh, yeah. Um, it's Star Wars related. Here's a really good question. Which three Star Wars films are better? One, two, and three, four, five, and six, or the last three? So, um, if for people who, who don't know at home, I've taken a screenshot of the order of the Star Wars films. So, one, two, and three is The Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and Revenge of the Sith. Four, five, and six is Solo, Rogue One, and A New Hope. And the last three is The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and Rise of, the Sky, uh, Rise of Skywalker. So the more modern ones. Mm. Um, I know for a fact I'm going to go for one, two, and three. I yeah. agree. The my, trilogy. But my favourite Star Wars film is The Phantom Menace. Ooh, now that is controversial. That is yeah. very controversial, but I, um, I love Darth Maul. I think Darth Maul is... Darth Maul and the race... Mm. Um, I think make that film and yeah. they're, they're my two favourite moments of the Star Wars universe so my answer is one, two and three again I agree one, two, three one, two, three it's my favourite ones I don't really have a favourite film I just yeah. think that's the best era for Star Wars what, what about you Pierre? I'm going to diverge I came late to the Star Wars game mm. I was rather forced into watching it by Henry <laughs> um, but watch it I did and I enjoyed them Precisely. and I've been to see uh, all of them bar Solo story, mm. or the Han Solo story yeah. it's called. I'm going to go for the most recent trilogy. Okay, so they have been very good. For me, Star Wars is blockbuster, mm. and the newer you go, the better graphics you get. Yeah, that's the true. The more action, the more explosions, the lightsaber fights mm. look better, the sets are better. So for me, I think the, for, the Force Awakens was a brilliant film. Mm. They might have, uh, you could argue, they sort of petered off towards the end because mm. I thought Force Awakens was a brilliant film. But um, I, 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 I completely uh, respect that. Who would be your favourite character in the whole Star Wars? I think I'd have to go Darth Maul. I yeah. think Darth Maul is such a badass. It's Darth Maul or Jar Jar Binks. Oh no. That is rude. That is, yeah. Although, if you're playing Lego Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks' ability to double jump is yes. invaluable. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But see how we would like him. But the question is, this is not a question on, that people have asked, <laughs> if you're going to go for a character on Lego Star Wars, who is it? There's one mm. answer in my mind. Boba Fett. No. Yeah. Jetpack. General Boba Grievous. Fett. He's got four. Yeah. Or, He's got four. It's like unbeatable. Can you be a droidica in Lego Star Wars? 
think you can. I think you can, but then but then you've got the cheat of double <laughs> jumping and going down on the droid curve. That kills him straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Great question, though. Great it's, question. It's a really good question. Really good question. Um, so ne- next was not a question. It's a shout out. I've been having a wonderful chat with a, uh, a lovely lady from the Harriet Watt Brewing Company. Oh wow! Um, that's uh, the Harriet Watt University, which is, I believe uh, near Edinburgh. Um, they have a lovely brewing club um, in which they taste their own ales. I believe they've uh, made some of uh, their own ales as well. Uh, we'd, we'd like to give them a shout out. Uh, if you look on their Instagram, uh, if you look up Harriet Watt, it will come up. Harriet Watt Brewing, and ha- and and have a look at all the ales they're tasting. We've got another question. It's from Pierre himself. Oh wow! He, he asked it last week, so it's it sort of rolled over to this Carry one. On. Mm-hmm. Pierre knows the question. It's 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 a weird one. Would you rather sweat ale or once a day at a random time have a pint of ale chucked over you? That's an interesting it's a question one. from last week, but it's time. Now, now yeah. the question I had was, are you allowed to wash it off after yes. it happens? Yes. You are. You are. What ale do you sweat? Is that a choice or is it just like... I think you get to choose the ale you sweat. So you might go for a fruity ale so you smell a bit nicer, mm. perhaps. The throwing over, I'm wondering, you know, because maybe we can set the parameters for this question. How is it being dumped on us? From from the top, from the sky? Ooh, like it's rained yeah. on, or does someone run up the and side? just, just yeah. chuck it at you? Is it the same person I think, as well? I think the heart, the the worst would be if someone did it from the front, because yeah. then your whole body. Now, the person who's chucking it, is it the same person? What I'd like to think is, you know this TV series Trapped? Yeah. Every day, someone's informed they are the saboteur. Ah. <laughs> Their job is to throw a pint of ale. The saboteur. saboteur. So it could be your closest friend yes. having a nice chat. I'm and just really ale. interesting. I'm going to start off with saying I'd go for throwing over the ale because you'd only, you'd only have to wash it off once. There's mm. also the enjoyment of trying to find the saboteur. <laughs> so you could try and like duck and duck and dive <laughs> out yeah. of the way. But what if you get ailed, you're heading out, maybe in a bit of a rush, got all dressed up, and then someone is chucks a pint of ale all over you. What if you take wipes? Ooh. Would you know it would happen each day? It has to happen once a day. Yeah, but if you knew what's happened, I reckon you'd take a little a little bit of water, a little bit of wipes with you. Yeah, maybe a spare shirt. Mm. You know what? I've got a business proposition here. Okay. <laughs> you wear a bodysuit, you go on a treadmill, you're producing ale. <laughs> Sweat <laughs> ale. Yes! You can marry your but, but do you think Organic people go, ale. if it's made from someone and it's been on your skin, would they go, ooh? Oh, no, it'll, it'll go through all the processing fair. measures. There are a lot of cheeses that have maggots in it and they're very expensive. Yes. Precisely. Yeah. It, I think it just increases the value and the, the nuttiness mm. of the ale, perhaps. Oh, hugely so. So I'm going to go with sweat ale. Well, I will go for being ch- having ale chucked on mm. you and I'll have to deal with it. Those days you get a nice early throw, you know, you wake up, maybe you're drowsed in the morning and it wakes you up, but then it's out of the way. I think the bad days would be when it gets to about 9, 10 o'clock at night and the ale still hasn't come. And you yeah. think maybe today it's not going to come. That That's really true. <laughs> so I think straight before you go to bed as well would yeah. be awful. See, I'm just going to be absolutely mental <laughs> with my ale proposition. Well, you suckers. You're going to be drenched. The smell of ale is better than the smell of BO. Precisely. It could be quite a nice deodorant pad. <laughs> oh, hugely so. <sighs> I see some empty glasses. <laughs> On to air number two! Yes! This one is called the Kaijuice American Pale Ale. Oh wow! And what fruit is it? Is its fruitiness derived from? Let me read the can. Whether you flavour Godzilla, King Kong, the legends of Big Screen, Kaijuice is a juicy beast of an American Pale Ale loaded with Columbus, Mosaic and Simcoe. Oh wow. Simcoe is a hop. Brew York Beer, who is the beer who do this, 
Um, I've been following a lot recently, and a lot of their, if you look at their website, all their ales are based on celebrities or films. So they're, so they put like a, a beer twist on famous films and famous celebrities. So have, have a look, there's some really good names, and they're, they're making some really good beers at the moment. They do a, every month they do a live beer tasting on YouTube. So if you would like to see what they're doing, go on their YouTube channel, which is Brew, Brew York Beer. Or follow their Instagram. They also have an Instagram with lots of different beers. So let's see what it is from the nose. It's extremely pale ale. First, we haven't um, said about the can. Oh, what are we getting? Oh dear, Henry. Really? So the can. I'm liking it. It's 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 funky. It's it's greens, whites, d different forms of green, but a turquoise, and I believe it's Godzilla because it's uh, kaiju. So I assume that's. Um, a play on words for where Godzilla attacked. Really? I believe it's he, some form of Jap Japanese city. I can't remember the name. Um, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a it's a cartoon form in green in loads of different greens of uh, Godzilla in a city. Oh wow! It's very nice. To be honest, I think this is one the best design so far in the Piss Podcast. It is the, yeah, it is I like cool it a lot. Aesthetically pleasing. Oh, brand. hugely so. Oh, yeah. And so, will that play into your ratings? I think it, it, it helps. Because it definitely it's, it's helps. It's an added bonus. If you think about will I drink again, if it looks good, you might be more likely to buy it. It, it draws your eye in the yeah. shop, doesn't it? You don't forget about it. Right, from the nose. Okay, it's definitely a pale ale. Yeah. Well, it looks like a pale ale as well. Yeah. As we uh, like to say, it's a, it's a piss colour. Oh, yeah. Piss it's yellow. A dehydrated it's a piss, piss yellow. You've been playing rugby for two hours yeah. and that comes out your body. I'm really in the fruit with this one. Yeah. After the hop, the hoppiness, Ooh, that's the a fruit taste. is... Well, it is fruity with a Frenchman. Oh, we, we, we do our research, Pierre. Come on, let's, let's go, go taste. Let's go to taste. Oh wow! Oh, okay. I'm getting. I'm getting berry. Yeah, it's quite hoppy as well. It's hoppy, but it's also got a lot of berry in it. Um, you know what it smells like? Orange J2O. Interesting. Okay, I get what you're. It tastes a bit like orange. He brings a lot mm, to the podcast. Yeah, very nice actually. I'm liking this one. I'm liking it. It's a very different ale from the broadside. It's a bit lighter. It's lighter. But it's still, I think it's still got the power of the fruit in there. This is a really summery sort of ale, I think. It's definitely summery. I can see myself, mm. yeah. I don't know, watching a bit of cricket, perhaps. Oh, definitely. Just enjoy myself yeah. for a bit of yeah. this. this. This is perfect for like, sort of, at dusk, I'd say, when the sun's going down, it's fairly humid, fairly hot. You're there with the lands, and you're just going to draw a couple of ales. Yeah. And that's... we are right now. Exactly, exactly. Let's get the app going. I, to be honest, I think this would be high because I know Brew, um, Brew York has got a lot of followers on Untapped. Um, in their ale uh, tasting session, they talked about how good Untapped is for them. Oh, we're getting a call. We're getting a call. Could be <laughs> it could be questions for the Pit Post Pit Podcast. So on the Untapped app, 2,795 check-ins. Okay, that's a lot. An average, 3.57. Okay, so it's just a bit higher than the uh, broadside. Coming from a can. I've got a question about the ratings. Or an observation, perhaps. You know, so we're looking at the more reviews we get, the more true the average is. You know, mm. a bit with one review. Yeah. That's wrong. But what I think is, on the Piss Podcast, you guys take time to consider what rating the ale should be. Yeah. Is it a 3.25? Is it a 3.5? Mm. You deliberate these things, and it's a serious decision. Yeah. A lot of people, I don't think they're putting that time in. True. I think some people... You know, their, their mate is works at the brewery. They just go on and give it a five star. Yeah, true. And it could be skewing but then, our But results. then you could argue there are, there are people who spend a lot more time who are proper, proper ale tasters mm -hmm. who, will, who will pick out the individual hops and stuff yeah. like that. 
But I do, I completely get what you mean because there are I some think. with um, who I've used Untapped previously where I'm just like, ah, I just want to get it down there. Yeah. Which I, I feel horrible for doing that. Mm, that, and that is. I apologise to Untapped for that. I think some people just vary between a one and a five star. They don't have that mm. discretion, the variance. They it's just go. Scale it's bad. It's one. And these people ruin the rating system for everyone else. Yes. So if you're listening, and you do that on the Untapped, be better. Hugely so. What are you going to give me at Bill? I prefer... I prefer the broadside. I prefer this one. Only... One, I'm going to give it a 3.75. I only prefer I the broadside. A tiny, tiny 3. bit. 3.75, Bill. I like that ale. I like the fruitiness of its taste. I prefer it to the broadside. Yeah. No offence to the Battle of Solby. But I will go for 3.75 also. Okay, so... I think that's actually... This is the first ale. We've all got the same answer. Oh, wow. Wow. It's so this podcast first. The Kai Juice is an ale that brings people together. Yeah, it does. Now, uh, Henry, I'm going to ask you on this one. A song for this particular ale. Well, Billy knows I've been listening to this one song. Very old song, absolute classic. For those of you who are watching Outbanks, new comedy that Steve Carell's doing, it features in there. It's a great song. It's Kokomo by the Beach Boys. <laughs> it's a, such a good song. Brilliant. It, Henry, it's uh, a perfect Could you play song? Play it for. Of course, I could. People, I don't, I'm not sure if you know it by the name, but I definitely know it if they hear it. Everybody! <laughs> Sing along at home? Yeah. You know, you know the lyrics. Have a jive with some ale. Let, let me just skip to the main part. Just wait for it. Wait the chords, wait the chords. <laughs> There we go. A brilliant um, song. Really good song. But I wonder, Henry mentioned it's in Space Force, and I've watched episode one. Yeah. Have you guys been watching Space Force? I, I have, have, I'm I afraid. Have. What do you think of it, Henry? It's one of those American comedies. It's not hitting the comedic factor, but I feel like because I'm bored and because I'm in lockdown, <laughs> you're I enjoying it, it and I'm it just going with possible. it. I watched episode one simply out of my admiration for Steve Carell. So mm. I, like, I do like Steve, love Steve Carell. Carell. Love him in the office, love him in the 40 year old virgin. And um, Spickable Me. Spickable Me, of course. Uh, but I didn't enjoy the first episode. Hmm. Thought it was strange. Off I, have to, I have to say, it doesn't get better. Really? Apologies, yeah. Steve, so if you're listening. We recommend Kokomo by the Beach Boys. Recommend Steve Carell in general. Yeah. But no, on this, on this off chance, we do not recommend this program. <laughs> I think it's time we get back to some questions. No, no, hang on. Yeah. The snack. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've got, a, I've got a good thing. I like the fruitiness of the ale, yeah. the hoppiness. It does everything it needs to do. So all you need is some substance to accompany it. Do not a suggest a fruit bowl. snack, not a fruit bowl. Or cod. Or do cod. not suggest <laughs> cod. Or curry. <laughs> snack. I'm going to go with a breadstick. Ooh. Oh! I was, I was thinking pitta. Oh, wow. So fairly similar. Yeah. I have to agree. Sustenance, but it's plain. It's simple. Just a bit of yeah. carbs. Quite Lines nice. the stomach as well, yeah, exactly. so, you, so you don't have a messy night. Yeah. Sorry, now I'll go <laughs> on to the questions. Go ahead, um, this, You're this is one is from a good friend of mine called Hannah Skelly. Um, she's a lovely, lovely girl. Um, the year below us three, so... Um, 
going into a very tough year 13. Um, hope, hope you're doing well, all, all people year 12 slash year 13, who are doing mocks or work at home at the moment. I do not envy you. Her question is, on a night out, yeah. what's your go-to drink and go-to song? Song on a night out. Go-to drink for this lockdown, probably a, a beer, probably Which a one? lager. Which one though? Cronenberg 1664. Nice, good good beer. Funny story behind it, they call it in France La Cèze, French for 16. I was informed by my cousin that it is the worker's beer and the name seemed to spread because I was in St John's Yard and asked for un Cèze, please. The guy knew exactly what it was. Oh really? Wow, wow. Big up St John's Yard. So. Hey, uh, we're, we're working closely with St John's Yard. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're a cracking, cracking place. Their burgers are still ready to be ordered. And they are exquisite. Divine. What, what's your yeah. go-to drink? We haven't had Pierre's song. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, song straight away, put me on the spot. I like something 80s. I don't know oh, now. wow, something yes. Something you can dance to. We're talking top floor of Moo Moo's then. We're talking top floor of Moo's, naturally. Yeah. Bit of ABBA. ABBA? Oh, yeah. No! I like that a lot. I love that from Pierre. Henry. My go-to drink. This is in the summer, I say. The summer. I say now. It's now. Well, at the moment. So it wouldn't be by Guinness because it's the got pool. six nations. No, no, no. By the pool, James Paulson would know this. He tried his first one just the other Big day. Big up, James Paulson. Yeah, he tried his first one just the other day. Yeah. He approved. It's an Amstel. I like an Amstel. It's very an, nice. An Amstel's a very nice lager. Pleasant. But again... Top floor movies is my favourite place to be. Oh, huge! Many bangers. Like, I can't name them, but I'll be able to sing along. Yeah, and just just, a, just a, like a good old tune. Just show off the old dance some moves. Some bangers you know. for the old timers. I've got some cracking dance moves in the, uh, in oh, the bank. Sure. Oh, oh, huge! Yeah. <laughs> what, about, what about you, Billy? So the drink, um, it wouldn't be an ale because an ale is a very heavy drink. I'd mm. only drink an ale on a night on a, on a night where you can appreciate the mm. ale. I'm a I'm I'm a stickler for a cheap a cheap beer on a oh, night yeah. out because I don't want to spend too much money. Yeah. Pint of your cheapest, please. I would not no. Uh, I wouldn't say that because then then they give me a Foster's and if anyone's been listening the previous weeks, really Foster's. Foster's is up there with genocide. What is it? You don't like Beck's either. Was that Beck's Heine? is all right. Was it Heineken? Heineken. I, I don't know. I think. You shouldn't be so outright with Foster's. You might be any future sponsorship opportunities. Ah, might be destroying so- your Foster's, if you're listening, Foster's. Sorry, Foster's. <laughs> I'm sure many people, including the Australians, um, will uh, l- love your Foster's and, as it is a good call. Um, not So my favourite lager is, beer, is Moretti. Mm. Okay. I would probably start off with that. Mm-hmm. And then I'd probably go to some more cheap ales. Maybe a Budweiser. Okay. Or a, a, Pierre's Cronenberg shout was a very good shout. I have to give a shout out to, maybe not the same of drunkenness, but I feel obliged to Archie Barwick and Ollie Binghamton. Okay. Oh, yes. And say the Jaeger bomb. Oh, I yes. I can't forget, but See, Archie Barwick, he's always there for two for five. <laughs> he loves to be there. He, he loves, loves the Jaeger bomb, Archie, the if you listen. The thing is about Jaeger bomb, it increases your drunkenness, I find. But it, it also keeps you, you going. It, it also you keeps you awake. Maintain keeps your, you going. Like drunkness. Spoons. Um, really like what you're doing. You could treat your um, people a bit better. <laughs> that, that's all I'm gonna say. But you do some wonderful beverage. I've got a question actually for you guys. Okay. Something that as yet I named this podcast. What? You had a message from our listeners, the wonderful listeners to this podcast, mm. of which I am one. But what do you call your fans? Oh God! <laughs> the pissers. I was going to say the Pistonites. I like that. The Pistons. The the Pistons? 
Do we do the pistons? The pistons. Because they power the podcast. Yes. Oh, there you go. There you go. Hello, all pistons. Hope you're enjoying the uh, podcast so far. Actually, I've got to do my song. There's a song that people will know me for. If anyone's been in the PMPQ with me, you will see me start this one. You've got to start it low and then you end up high. It's a cracking, cracking song, anyone who's listening. Endor, big up the Endor. I think it's a fairly um, repetitive song. It's not a karaoke tune. It's not a karaoke tune. It is if if you're... Trying to play it safe. Yes. Or if you're so rat-arsed, it's unbelievable that you can't... That's all you can say. If Ted Peach is listening, funny story, you recall he uh, managed to get like a plus 15 to this party out in the middle of nowhere. Um, Oh, I heard about this. And he will recall, it was a bit dead, the DJ's on the stage, so uh, I believe it was myself and Cam Keys got up on the stage. Cam Keys again, he's having so many mentions And we, we just took over. We took the microphone, we played Pump It Up, and let's just say, we liven up the It's party. a crowd pleaser, it I is. have to say that. It is. Now, I've got a question that's from Pete Moore. Oh, yes, Pete Moore! He is chief among the Pistons. Uh, huge, hugely so. The chief he's the chief Pistonite. <laughs> he says, he's enjoying the podcast, by oh, the way. Thank you, Pete. Only, only praise coming in from him. Pete says, will the Piss Podcast be doing an Oktoberfest? Hashtag pod on tour. <laughs> that would be awesome. The answer, yes. <laughs> yeah, Billy and I were saying when it get, comes to university every month or every other month, yeah, we'll do a, a city edition where Billy and I will travel to one city, University yeah, City. Definitely, we'll invite any Skinners boys who go <laughs> yes. there to join us in the podcast. Tell us what's good, what's yeah. bad about the pubs of the local area. Oh yeah, the uh, maybe the average pi- uh, uh, price of a pint, maybe precisely. Um, so yeah. So we could be going to Durham, Bristol, any any corner. We will span the face of the UK. Precisely. And perhaps Berlin. Yes. We could do. Yes. On tour. Pissed on tour. Hey, yes. Uh, Berlin, watch out. The Moor and Marsden are coming towards you. Yeah. Thank you very much for that question. Very interesting question next. And it's one that I'm not sure I can answer. Okay. It's again from Harvey Chapneys. The uh, a uh, key, a keen pistonite. Oh, these the Riddler champneys. Oh, yes, yes. Confuse us. What is your favourite percent beer? As in the percent of alcohol, I, I believe That's he means. Really interesting. It's a really interesting question. It's not one I've actually thought about. No, neither. I'd say the average. I'd probably say the average percent of a beer is probably four point five. Because most lagers are four point five slash five, or in between there, and most ales are. Probably range from about four to six. Mm. So you're talking. I think. If, I think you're talking average of four point five. I'm um, gonna go off a limb. You just say the higher the better. Oh really? But saying that more, you said you you gave the kai juice a four point seven five. Oh yeah. Which is a four point eight percent ale. Mm-hmm. And you gave the broadside. Mm-hmm. What was it? A three point two five. Yeah, which is a six point three percent, which is a lot more percent. There are anomalies to the trend. Okay, it is an exception that proves the rule. Yes, precisely. Thank you. Peter. Okay, um, I would I would not say the higher the better because I I would agree some very alcoholic ales and beers are very nice. I'd say on average I would go to go five. It's a bit mm. boring, but I think it's between five and six. 
Anywhere between five and six is my favourite ale I would go oh, for. Okay. Pierre. I'll go same reason as you, but between four and a half and five and a half. Yep. That's where your good lagers are situated, not yep. too strong, but a good percentage of alcohol. Good. I wondered on the Fist Podcast, do you guys know what the percentage means? I have no idea. I, don't, I, 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 I was going to give you an, an answer. But I mean the context percentage, as in the percentage they put in the bottle. Yeah. yeah. It's just alcohol content, surely. No, but surely it's, it can't have... It can't be four. It can't be four point eight percent of that can has alcohol in it. No, well, as in yeah, like ethanol. as an ethanol. Surely yeah. it has to be more than that to be taste like that. No, because ethanol is very for you, you chemists. Super condensed. I don't know. That's very true. It, I think that might be might be true. If anyone listening knows, yeah, please send us in. If um, let me say for perhaps <laughs> the uh, Harriet Watt Brewing Company. <laughs> yeah, you might you something. might know. Um, so or Brew York beer. Or Adnams. Um, if you could tell us what your uh, favourite percent is and how you make the percent. There are empty glasses again. We're on to the third and final ale. This is a uh, ale from Thornbridge, which uh, I believe we tasted last week as well. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so Thornbridge is having a lovely, lovely time on Piss Podcast. They do, they're doing some cracking ale, so Thornbridge, uh, really well done. And now this is a grapefruit ale, so a sour ale. This is our first ever sour ale on the Piss Podcast. What is a sour ale, Bill, compared to a normal ale? It's sort of as the name suggests. Oh. It's more sour, and it will be more bitter in a not not in a hoppy way, in a more fruity way. So when you taste a lemon or you taste the grapefruit, and you get sort of that that sort of hit at the back of your throat, and it's sort of like it. it it, like, it sometimes makes you like, like, like your cheeks go like, mm. like that. That's, that's... I believe an audio podcast. <laughs> Bill, will be recreating that on the Instagram? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be on my yes. story, don't you worry. <laughs> um, so the bottle is a brown bottle and it's got a blue sticker, sorry, that's the word. Blue? With... Bill, that sorry, blue? <laughs> sorry, red. sorry, that is red, not blue. Um, and it's got... I'm getting an Art Deco style. Henry used to do um, art. Could you back me up on this look? Um, I'm getting Art Deco. That that just reminds me of a sort of Chinese New Year. Mm. The colours, the sort yes, of okay. symbols. Yeah, okay. It's quite a relatively new company as well, 2005. Yes, okay. Um, uh, Thornbridge do a really, really nice ale called Galaxia, um, which is one of my favourite ales, actually. It's, very, it's, it's a green version of this. Uh, pretty nice, and um, thank you very much, Formbridge, for Providing making some great house. Yeah, sniff from the nose. Okay, definitely fruity. It's definitely fruity. I think it's lacking the same Kick. potency as the previous two ales. Yeah, and this is a very, very pale ale. Very pale ale. If mm. if your wee is this colour, you will successfully. Pass you're a drinking drug test. all right. You can drink <laughs> yeah. better, betterly, more better. Is it betterly or more better? Uh, you're better. Better. You should drink better. Better. <laughs> More it's better definitely see through. I'm nice. looking at, P- at Pierre through my ale. Oh. Uh, the <laughs> taste. The taste. Ooh, I like that. I'm getting great for it. I really like that. You see what I mean about a sour ale? I see the sourness. Yeah, I can taste you, the difference. You sort of get it from it's the back of the throat, and it's sort of, you can feel it like shriveling up. Mm. It's really subtle. But it's really it's nice. It's a really nice subtle ale. And it goes down very easily. And they have properly nailed it on the grapefruit. Yeah. That, that is, is grapefruit. That if, is an if, awesome if, ale. if ever I've tasted a grapefruit, that's grapefruit. 
Henry, what is it on the untapped app? I'm just going to have to look it up real quick. Oh. Hang on, you caught me on the limb. It is a Thornbridge grapefruit ale. Grapefruit. I like the start of the ale as it begins into the mouth and hits the throat like a wave crashing on the rocks. Oh, wow. But um, the aftertaste is not, it's not my cup of tea. Oh, really? Is it yeah. not? So I think I might aim for a stronger snack flavour when it comes mm. to the snack. But Pierre, do you think that is the ale's fault or is the fact you're not a fan of grapefruit? I have had grapefruit on incredibly rare occasions. Yes. I could probably count on one hand or even one finger the number of times I've had grapefruit. Yeah. Um, so maybe I can't relate and maybe the fact that you know what grapefruit tastes like mm. and, you can, and you can really see, oh, that holds up to that standard. That's Ma- Ma- setting Ma- it for you. This only has 48 check-ins. No so way. So we're looking. There could be high. 48? This is, a, this is a rare ale. Very rare. Oh, my God. And the average is a 3.51. Oh, so it's high. It's the highest one. I can't find it. What did, you, say, what did you search in? Type in Thornbridge Grapefruit Pale. Can I comment here? Mm-hmm. A little learning for you guys. What we're getting here is the law of small numbers. So we're seeing the, the fewer, uncertainty. The fewer instances there are, the fewer check-ins, the higher the variance okay. will be. It's so, the percentage uncertainty. Exactly. We're seeing the fact that it's going 3.5. It's quite high. It's quite, you know. I think it's higher, personally. I really like this. You, you're a fan of this one, aren't you? Mm. I think it's getting, the, for me, it's getting the same as the Kai Juice. 3.75 for me. Really? I, I love the broadside. I really like that as an ale. We're going to be shocked at What'd you give the broadside I gave broadside a four. It's been a really high week this week. Mm. I think last week was the lowest. High. Ed was the lowest. Yeah. Um, Ed, if you're listening. No shock there. Absolute shocker from you. Pierre, what are we thinking on the uh, rating for this one? Lower than the kaiju. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I go three to the broadside. I feel that's my floor. So I'm going to go a three again. Okay. Give me a three. It's gone low. I think Henry really likes this. Uh, Henry obviously likes a subtle, subtly flavoured ale. I'm looking forward to this, to what his rating is going to be. Go on, Bill. You, you do your one. I, I've, I've given it a 3.75. I'm going a 4.25. No way! Oh, yeah. That's the so. highest ale so far. <laughs> I know. Let's I really have a clap this. for that. A grapefruit ale. I really like this. Wow. Thornbridge, you're doing great things for Henry Moore's mouth. Great things. Again, sticking with the trend. It's extremely pleasant. This ale is 3.5%. So Henry has... So Henry has got <laughs> it again. <laughs> Ooh, <good> again. <laughs> uh, that was really pleasant. I'm shocked by that, how, how high you put that. Um, what are we thinking for a snack and a song? Uh, as Pierre said, it needs to be a heavy snack, I'd say, because it's a very light ale. I agree. I think I'm just thinking of main meal. Perhaps. I think that's not a snack. And I had a qualm with this when you chose a curry last week as well. That's not a snack. That's just a full-on meal. It's not a snack. If you're, you're, like, you're eating snack. a curry as a snack, you're eating a lot in the day. What, what is your main? <laughs> yeah. I was thinking something like pork scratchings or pork crackling. Something really flavoursome and smoky. Or maybe like a be- like a like a really nice bacon yeah. um, crispy thing. I'm going to go with... A, a bacon crispy thing. Bacon Krispies, that's what yeah. they're called. <laughs> I, and I've had a live experiment with this, so I'm going to go with the crisp we're eating today, which is Piper's, that's the brand. Big up Piper's. And it's the Kirkby Malam, Kirkby Malam Chorizo. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm not a big fan of this flavour. Very pleasant. I yeah. wouldn't purchase these crisps on so that, so, so, so that's And so, I think they go very well. We've sort of gone for the sausage. Yeah. We, we've, we've gone for the soft, sausage that is 
We, me and Pierre love sausage. That's why it's a fruity podcast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Piss tonight, love a bit of sausage. Piss tonight, always love a bit of sausage. What can we say? A song. It's my turn. Yes! Um, what am I, what am I jelly? Don't ever use a snack, Henry. It's absolutely fine. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Henry, <laughs> your snack. I agree with the meaty aspect. Yes. So I'm just going to go with meatballed. A selection oh, of salami, chorizo. Or charcuterie for the uh, <laughs> Frenchman in the room. Yes, <laughs> Bill. <laughs> Do you know what? My song. Totally if anyone knows the band The Streets. Rings um, a bell. It rings a bell. You might know this song. It's called Dry Your Eyes. It's a very... Um, nice song. It's quite timid in its form, and um, it really fits with the air. The sort of like the it's it seems like a very simple song, but it's got a lot of thought behind it. So it's like very it's a form of spoken word. It's like this. You'll know the chorus. There you go. This is the chorus. Plenty more fish in the sea Dry your eyes, mate I know you want to make us see How much this pain hurts But you've got to walk away now He's got, a, he's got a sheer and vibe to it yeah. It's very similar sort of like speak singing mm-hmm. in a way um, So that is my song if for I this ale I'll put a song in Yes. And this yeah. surprised me, and maybe I'm just going off the title here, this song. This surprised me as a grapefruit pale, didn't even know these things existed. Mm. Some I've listened to a bit more in quarantine that I don't think you guys might know, but it's, uh, it's called How Bizarre by New Zealand band OMC. Okay. Well, a bit of a one-hit wonder, big in the 90s. Okay. But, you know, How Bizarre, it's a strange song. Yes, Got a lot for, of, for, a, for a fairly for, strange ale yeah, in the, in the way that it's played. a strange ale-tasting experience. Mm. And I like that song, mm. so that's my that's my choice for this ale. We've got a so we've been talking about curry and how it's not a snack, <laughs> but we've got a question about curry from Dan Newman, who was yes. mentioned in um, last the last podcast as my captain for next year. Sorry, um, Wells. We um, we'd also we also talked about the Raj Pavilion. Big up the Raj Pavilion. Great place. place. I walked past the Raj Pavilion on my way here today. Did you? In all its glory. Look, the question is, is still delivering. I can only imagine it is. I'm not ape, so. But that could be a complete lie. Yes. I have no evidence of The question that. is, and I think we'll all know this straight away, but what is your Raj order and what's the perfect beverage to go with it? There's only one beverage you can drink of the Raj. It's a Cobra. It's the Cobra. It's a Cobra. It's got to be yeah, a Cobra. Be silly. What I love about the Cobra is that the Raj, they'll charge you £5 for the Cobra. <laughs> and on the Yes. That's nothing against the Raj, you're a great establishment. Yeah, I like to think of it as 480 and 20p tip. Precisely. Keep, I always say keep the chains when I have yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, but the, I think the question that most people are wanting to hear is what our favourite curry is. For me, chicken tikka masala. I was going to agree. I thought you were more of a korma man, Henry. Korma's pleasant. When I'm with the lads, I'll get something like a masala. Does it not? So, so, it, so it changes with who you're with. With who I'm with, yeah. Really? If I'm on my own, is that is that because you think you'd be seen as a pussy? Yeah, it's a guilty pleasure eating corn. It's a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's the creamy goodness of the corn, but Honestly, it's not to be enjoyed with the lads. Cokey yeah, exactly. nutty, mm. creamy goodness. Some could say that cream and the lads do not go together. I mean, um, yes. Some people might have re- been reminded when I was at the Raj at the team meal. I yes, I did slurp the sauce. <laughs> it. it 
It's it's good. It's just really. It's nice. the best way to enjoy to enjoy sauce in China. That would be seen as good manners. Precisely. Just drink. Or was it Japan? Sauce. Once the chicken's no, gone, Japan, you burp after the meal. Ah yes. Once the chicken's gone, it's a soup. I see. Yes. yes. I'm going to be a bit radical. It's a it's a curry that not it's it's not a staple curry, okay. but I actually had this at the last time I went, mm-hmm. and it's a lambuna. Oh, I love uh, I so I thought I'd wa- I wanted I wanted to to uh, switch it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Fair and right. I was like, Try that looks nice. Yeah. I like lamb. The buna sauce looks nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll enjoy it. It was a lot thicker than a tikka masala, which oh, wow. I like a saucy curry. Yeah. yeah. But I was like, mm. don't get me wrong. And it was really nice. It was a really, really good curry. So my answer is a lambuna. Lambuna. That reminds me of uh, Gavin and Stacey. Gavin and yeah, Stacey. Prawn buna, lambuna. Brilliant. Pete, Pete's eyeing up my bunas. Yeah. <laughs> Have you thought about my bunas? <laughs> For a side, what is the best side you can get at the Raj, do you think? Does rice count as a side? Rice? No, no, no. That's, That's part of the main. You have to go Does naan count as a side? Yeah. Naan. You can't have a curry without naan. I, I always get really stuck. Because I love a samosa, mm-hmm. I love an onion bhaji, mm-hmm. I love my You can't naan. have it without a naan. What oh. type of naan though? Are we going plain naan? Pashwari. Pashwari naan. Pashwari naan. They're gonna, the best. I'm going to agree. Pashwari naan. naan. The most underrated is the chapati. Really? Oh. Which I've only ever had once. But then again, they're quite small chapatis. Yeah. They're not the size of a naan. I learned A naan is like for the full meal. Yeah. geography documentary in year nine, the chapati is used as cutlery. To envelop, okay, yeah. envelope the chicken, yeah. and and bring it to the mouth. Yeah, and it's it sort of like a like a dog bow when you pick up dog shit. Yes, but you pick up the curry. But instead. that's not the image we like to associate with the. No, no sorry, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Raj. Uh, for uh... But, you know, if someone's feeling adventurous, maybe try a chapati next time. Okay, go for that. Got another question. It's from a good friend of mine called Holly. This could bring out some dark times. But is what is what is our worst drunk story? Ooh. Well, I think the point of those you can't remember them. True, <laughs> very true. I know mine. Uh, I've actually got a few. So let me make a top five. <laughs> I probably I'll I'll say two. Um, there's one where um, it was my uh, ex girlfriend's father's birthday. Oh no! Went back to her house and everything was fine. Everything was absolutely fine. Can you say this on air before you keep going? Yes, you know Do I can. Do we need an after hours podcast? <laughs> um, <laughs> I can say this on air. And I thought it was fine. Went to bed, not feeling too drunk. Woke up. God, it was a different story. The room was spinning. I felt like I was about to die. And I thought immediately, I need to go to the toilet. As you do, because... When you're, um, I, vomit or go I believe I, I believe Ollie uh, referred to it as a frothy nightmare in your yeah, stomach, something, yeah. some, something along, the, along those lines. And I was like, I need, I need to throw up. So I got out of the bed, walked around the bed. When I reached the door, everything started spinning even more. Oh no! And in this house, there, um, her room was sort of at one end, and then the loo was at the other end. Wow! And the walk it took me. From the room to the toilet, I couldn't see. That's how much it was spinning. That's because your eyes were closed, Bill. Yes, indeed. (laughs) And I don't know if anyone has had this experience. I'm sure they have. But once I reached the door of the toilet, I passed out. And (coughs) when you you pass out, instead of your eyes thinking you're going to the floor, the floor comes up to you. And it's one of the weirdest and most scary feelings you ever do. And 
The weird thing was when I so I collapsed into the toilet, so sort of face into the toilet. Oh wow! That's how, I did, how I didn't that get impressive. how I didn't get concussed, I have no idea. But I managed to turn on the shower on the way down. <laughs> God knows how, because there was a glass divide. So I, the door must have been open, and I must have sort of reached out and th- turned on the shower. So that's one. So I've only ever thrown up oh, twice as a result of alcohol. Okay. That was one of them. The second one... Spilling all the beans. Oh, yeah, hugely so. Um, spilling the beans on that night out yeah, as well. Yes. <laughs> <Spilling> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> um, this was a different night out. And I uh, I went to a party that only had spirits. No. So that's a bad start. Ben Road, thanks for the invite. Yes. <laughs> yeah. um, and I went there. Megan Davis, if you're listening, this is your fault. <laughs> and I was offered lots of spirits. And I was like, why the fuck not? They're spirits, I can enjoy them. I got so drunk that um, my friend offered me a bowl of Cheerios, mm. which I thought was milk and Cheerios, as a normal cereal bowl does. It had turned out to be vodka and Cheerios, and was a full bowl of vodka and Cheerios. Mm. As I was so drunk, I didn't notice it was vodka, I thought it was milk. Yeah. So I kept going. When I got home, it was messy, to say the least. Yes, so they're they're not really embarrassing, but I don't get embarrassed. If anyone knows me, I have no shame at all, Uh, which is good in some things and very bad in other things. So they are my drunk stories. So I'll refrain from saying them. Not that I have any. I'm not drunk. No, No, I just want to say uh, my thanks to the Barwick household for their hospitality on a given night, (laughs) and I (laughs) apologise. Previously, Tori and Robin Barwick for the state they may have woken up and found in their household one evening. I heard about this. I've not heard about this. We'll find out after the podcast. Oh, okay, brilliant. (laughs) Henry. Um, Now that you know me, I don't often hold back. I speak my truth. (laughs) But when I'm drunk, this is very much amplified. Henry, Henry's views when he's a bit drunk go slightly radical and he says things that he would not like to say the next morning. No. I, um, I think, but when I'm not yes. drunk, I hold back. Yes. But when I'm drunk, I do not hold back and I'll say whatever I want. <laughs> Indeed. It's, it's, um, doesn't take away yeah. from Henry. Henry's a quacking chap. Yeah. Just don't... Be offended by his drunk slurs, yeah. is all I'm going to say. Well, my favourite story of Henry Drunk, and it was not, it's not a bad one. Leaving the house of Casa Lane, as we call it, Tom Lane's house. Oh, yeah. What a host, what a man. This Tom, is Tom Lane High. Tom Lane High. It was me, Bill, of course, and then a piss the night in his finest order, uh, Ollie Bingham. We left the house to head back to mine and lost Henry Moore. <laughs> we lost him. So we start calling out his name, trying to find Henry. Uh, Bill and Ollie go one way, I go the other way. We sort of got worried because he was yes. so drunk. I started walking down. We thought he got like run over or something. Yeah. Henry appears behind me and I say, Henry, where the hell are you? He's like, I was just sitting in the driveway. And he, he went to the next house along and just sat on their driveway. He just sat on their driveway and then hit, like tried to like spook us <laughs> and then jump out on us. I did. Well, next time, did. Were you scared? No. You're wielding out of Yes. <laughs> yes. Was I worried? Maybe. 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 The next question. It's uh, in in regards to the previous piston that you mentioned, Ollie Bingham. It's a question from Ollie Bingham. Uh, um, welcome, Ollie. It's a really, really good question. As, obviously, we have a, me and... Uh, sorry, Moore and, and I. There you go. Um, He's finally got it right. I've got it right. Moore, Moore and I have a podcast, and Pierre's podcast. He asked us, 
Well, who would be our dream guest? I put a lot of thought into this one. Yes. I'm going to start. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Joe Marlon. Okay. He would be absolutely... He's an avid beer hilarious. drinker and he could take a lot of ale. He would be hilarious. Yeah. And I'd love for him to come on. It will never happen. Mm. But I might even send him a DM. Like, I, yeah. I would love it. Clip absolutely this. love it. this part of the podcast. On two years' time for the Solby Ale Memorial Session, mm. Joe Marlon will be here. Yeah, I would be so happy. I would be so happy. We could even pack down. With <coughs> they all. say, they say, Precisely. they say, don't meet your idols, though. True, they do. They Joe do. Is... Henry's idol, oh, yeah. even though he's not the same rugby position. <laughs> I, I don't care. Mm. He's a cracking chap. He's filled Al- Alvin Jones balls as well, which I absolutely loved. That <laughs> Brilliant. made me crack up. That, to be fair, that was very funny. Um, Are we yeah. dead, dead or alive? Anyone, either. In a world where you could, at the click of a button, invite them. I will go with philosopher Jean-Paul Sartre. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Big existentialist in the 1940s. Can you explain all existentialism to the people at home who don't know what it is? Existentialism. The tagline is, um, existence precedes essence. Mm. And it's the idea about radical freedom and that we are free. (coughs) So Aristotle, famous Greek philosopher, he would say that Essence precedes existence, so who we are is predefined before we are born. Yes. In a certain way, whereas Jean-Paul Sartre says we are free to define ourselves and yeah. define our essence. An, an, an essence of free will, sort yes. of involved free will, with big that free will philosophy. That was yeah. straight over my head. <laughs> uh, we uh, delve deeply into the questions on the Piss Podcast. My guest, my favourite guest, and he's been an idol. I know Pierre said they meet your idols for mm. a very long time, but I'll choose James Corden. Oh yeah, I, I feel like you've been very similar. Yes. Second mention on the podcast, isn't it? Really? That's mythic. Oh, of course. Yeah, I completely forgot about that. It's, it's, it's James Corden's second mention. So, James, if you're listening, <laughs> you are listening. please join. Yeah, you become um, a pissing of the high. If anyone, if a just a, tonight, just yeah. a little bit of uh, uh, in, information for you, I once got into a recall to play young James Corden in the Into the Woods film. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Yeah. Obviously, I didn't get it, as I'm not in the film. <laughs> but um, James Corden, he's, he's, he's also had a very tough life. He's worked his way up mm. to pretty much one of the, I'd say, one of the most famous uh, talk show hosts, yeah. comedians in the world. He has uh, hit America by storm. And yeah. his, his Late Late Show is br- brilliant, brilliant viewing. I've read Gordon's autobiography, actually. I have. It's, it's really interesting. I, he, Someone who just didn't make it the first time. Yeah. Mm. And then he got, his, he, he got his uh, part in the History Boys mm. uh, at the National. And then from there, it was on, onwards and upwards. We've got a few more questions, but I think we should... Should, should we do only one more? Yeah. Pick your favourite. Th- this is a good one. It's another question from uh, Josh Nicholson and uh, nicknamed Nogbog. Nicknamed Nogbog, Um I believe you do know Pierre. Um, so Josh, hi. His question, very simple. What ideas are on our bucket list? And now I know mine because I, ha- I have a bucket list. So I'll answer last. Could you go first? We're down to think, Okay. Because then we, yeah. So I have um, geographical bucket list ideas yeah. and future bucket ideas. So, geographical, I'd say the biggest ones I want to do is go and see a Green Bay Packers game. Yeah. I, For anyone who doesn't know me, I, I'm i an avid watcher yeah. of uh, 
American football and I support the Green Bay Packers and I'd love to go and watch a would, game there. Would you watch them if they were in the London series or would it have to be at there? I prefer, oh, top of the bucket list would be in Wisconsin. Yeah. Uh, also, I'd love to go and visit Tokyo. Tokyo. I'd love to go on sort of like a trip of Tokyo, uh, Beijing, that sort of thing. I'd love to see the Terracotta Warriors. Mm. So they're, I'd say they're the two main geographical ones. And for me, simple one, the highest, I'd say the highest of the highest is to um, be the main part in a West End show. Yeah. Um, that is the top of top, 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 exactly. top of yeah, my list. And top. it's basically what I'm doing all of my university yeah. for. So, can I get a uh, pledge recorded here? If you get a top position in a West End show, can you give me free tickets? If I can, if yeah. I'm allowed to, yeah. the more in the Lefebvre Dupre yeah. will be the I'll first two. I will happily buy nice. pay for tickets anyway, but yeah. just reserve some for us and I will... Of course, best seats in the house, definitely. Henry, your 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 favourite. Well, as a sort of career bucket list, mm. my my main aim is to make my way into Formula One. Oh, become, okay. Become some as sort of engineer. Some form of engineer. That would be any particular team. I really don't care as long as I make it. Yeah, I'll be absolutely chuffed. Even if it's a fairly small team, it's just you just you just want to be there. To be honest, there there is no real small team for Formula One. That's true. That's very true. What about, true. what about Formula E? Would you do Formula E, the electric? Version? Um, I'd be open to it. Or NASCAR. Oh no, not NASCAR. That's just boring. You're going around in a circle, mate. What a Formula One? You're not. Well, no, but Formula One is <laughs> corners. True. Uh, yeah, NASCAR true. is literally just like. But then, but then, might as well be in the four hundred meters. You were, you wouldn't be watching it anyway, because you're doing the car. No, but you'd be like developing all the parts. That's and true. And there are more rule changes in Formula One as well. Very true. Yeah. Okay. And then, if I then make my way into the pit somehow, I can then travel around the world with the Formula that's One. That's very cool. Which yeah. would be ideal. So that is, that that's a very good top bucket list. Yeah. Top bucket, yeah. But yeah. If you had time to think I'd about say, your one. As an event to see. I'd like to see France lift the World Cup, which is happening in three years' time. Yeah. In sure. Paris. Sure. So like there's bucket lists and there's things that <laughs> won't Shuma. happen. It's just Schumer. You know, I'd like to see it happen. It's, it's a golden age of French rugby <laughs> that is being baptised at the moment and yeah. being blooded on the rugby pitch. So in 2023, Squid Rugby said we'd do it. Has he been wrong so far? We don't know. <laughs> Let's not contest these claims. <laughs> I'd like to just, as a career aspiration, Spend a career reading philosophy. Yeah. Maybe postgrad study. Maybe travel as part of that. See where it takes me. I'm open. Yes. Um, I believe that's all the questions for this week. Anyone who did send in a question for this week and it wasn't answered, we will do them next week. We we are getting a lot of questions, which are brilliant. Yeah. We we Great love questions. the fact we're getting so many questions. Um, and there are some really good ones for next week, um, which will be answered by our guest judges. Ben Rowe, judges, they're not judges. No, no, uh, they're guess, friends. Guess friends, Ben Rowe and Cam Keys. So we look, look forward to, so if you've got any questions for Ben Rowe and Cam Keys, please send them in. Or any questions for us, anything, we'll, we'll answer anything. We've had our rails, we've answered our questions. The only thing that's left to say is thank you very much to Pierre. And can I say Chapped has been an experience, a very pleasurable one. Good. And I would like to shout out my local pub, The Rifleman, in Seven Oaks. Oh, yes. A brilliant uh, event for a night out. You know, you might want to go there. Mm -hmm. Good pints, great atmosphere, darts board, pool table. Used to have a bar billiards table. Yeah. Not anymore. Terrace. Mm, unfortunately. Patonk pitch. Oh, really? Yeah, it's not bad. No. Benches. It's got everything. And a parking, it's got and benches. parking space. So that's very different. That's very different because we normally shout out 
Tunbridge Wells based yeah. places. Oh, no. in, an international we, guest. We've, yeah. we, we've gone beyond the Tunbridge Wells borough. Yeah. So thank you very much for Pierre for that. And thank you for, for coming us. on the uh, podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. I've been Billy Marston. And I've been Henry Moore. And this was the Piss Podcast. Have a good week and we'll thank see you next you week. Thank you very much.